0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 205, The Fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. According to the Gospel this weekend, we're called to be good for something. Real and active ingredients in the mix of life. Not just unfathomable religious observers who undertake mysterious repetitions of rituals without any reference to the world around us or having no impact on the lives of those around us, especially those most in need? No, Jesus came to show us that being part of the family of God is something that all are invited to, and it's an authentic service of God that has real and practical effects on the welfare of those around us. We're called to be salt, light, and a city built on a hilltop. This is Faith, Hope, and Love.
1: That's lighter than the words of you Not for but gaining joy
0: O come, let us worship God, and bow low before the God who made us, for he is the Lord our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone, and may our Lord's grace and love abide with us all as we take this time to ponder with reverence God's Word. My brothers and sisters, trusting in God's mercy and love, let us call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you are the image of the unseen God. Lord, have mercy. You are the firstborn of all creation. Christ, have mercy. You are the head of the body, the church. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to
1: God
0: Pray for God's protection. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 58, verses 6 to 10. Thus says the Lord, Is this not the fast that I choose, To loose the bonds of injustice, To undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house, when you see the naked, to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own kin? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness, and your gloom be like the noonday. The word of the Lord. A light rises in the darkness for the upright. Happy are those who fear the Lord, who take delight in all his commands. They are lights in the darkness for the upright. They are generous, merciful and just. Good people take pity and lend. They conduct their affairs with honour. The just will never waver. They will be remembered for ever. They have no fear of evil news. With firm hearts they trust in the Lord. With steadfast hearts they will not fear. Open handed they give to the poor. Their justice stands firm for ever. Their heads will be raised in glory. A light rises in the darkness. For the upright. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia. I am the light of the world, says the Lord. Whoever follows me will have the light of life. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 5, verses 13 to 16. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled under foot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before human beings.' so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord The three images in the Gospel are powerful and wonderful this weekend. We are to be salt, light and a city built on a hilltop. What's interesting about these three images is that they're not self-serving. The purpose of these three things is to serve the needs of others. Salt adds flavour to food. Light helps show the way. And a city gathers a community together, shares resources and skills and supports the good of all. So too the kingdom of God. It's not for what I can get out of it, but rather what I can give to God and others. Salt is really valuable and important. But it's only really useful when it's mixed with food or water, or interacts with food, to flavour, preserve and purify it. Our faith only makes sense when it mixes in with practical actions and loving care and charity. In different parts of different Gospels, there's a similar idea used by our Lord. Our identity and the kingdom of God is involved with being mixed well into the rest of life. Whether it's salt mixed into food or leaven kneaded well into the dough, both give that image of really immersing oneself into life and mixing in with and lifting up the whole to new levels, transforming it for the better. In the first reading, we have the question posed, What kind of fasting pleases you most, O God? And the Lord answers, A true and pleasing fast to me is shown by feeding the hungry, helping the homeless, clothing the naked, loosening the unjust bonds that tie up the poor, breaking yokes and freeing from slavery, stopping speaking badly of others, and ending gossiping and slandering of others avoiding any kind of hateful speech, refraining from pointing fingers. Jesus shows us the vision of the kingdom that involves practical kindness and care of others, contributing to the raising up of the dignity of others and the increase of compassion. Light guides our steps and draws us to safety, and of course a huge, attractive, welcoming city on a hill cannot be hidden. It's seen by all, and it inspires us and draws people to it. If any of God's servants spent their days performing the actions of the disciple, but like someone who's play-acting or going through the motions, we would be as useless as stale salt, and as unhelpful as a light that was never turned on, and as uninspiring and repulsive as a city hidden away and unwelcoming. If our Lord intends his disciples and his church to be like a lighthouse, then the following excellent quote makes a lot of sense. Lighthouses don't primarily blow horns, they just shine. So the shining light of their example is much more of a guide and inspiration than a whole lot of hot air and noise. In the second reading, we again see the instruction that it is absolutely vital that we put our hope and dependence on God and not merely our own human willpower, our own strength or ambitions. We're disciples of the kingdom of God and we're not here to build up the kingdom of self. The readings this weekend clearly point us to how we are to live as disciples, to be generous, merciful and just, and to share of oneself, a sharing that hurts and can be a cross to carry. But with God's grace we can be that disciple. Salt, light, a city. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Almighty Father, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, As a community gathered in faith, we turn to God in prayer. For Pope Francis and all our local bishops, including the bishop of this place, Archbishop John of Brisbane, that through their encouragement and example, we may be salt of the earth and light of the world. Lord, hear us. For our world, that through the witness of our day to day lives, many will come to recognize Jesus as the light of the nations. Lord, hear us. For your church, that we may be active in sharing our bread with the hungry and sheltering the homeless. Lord, hear us. For this community, that by living lives of service and generosity and love, we may draw others to praise the Lord. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For the dead, that their sins may be forgiven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Most loving God, trusting that you will answer us, we now present these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord our God, who once established these created things to sustain us in our frailty, grant, we pray, that they may become for us now the sacrament of eternal life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth, he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead, he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign for ever and ever amen the peace of the lord be with you always let us offer each other the sign of peace let them thank the lord for his mercy his wonders for the children of men for he satisfies the thirsty soul, and the hungry he fills with good things. Let us pray. O God, who have willed that we be partakers in the one bread and the one chalice, grant us, we pray, so to live, that made one in Christ, we may joyfully bear fruit for the salvation of the world. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us for this time of prayer and reflection. It's always a great joy to share this with you. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, A Time of Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993 Australia Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn In Memory of William John Kelly Inspired by 1 Corinthians 13one 13 Music by Paul Kelly Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk 2019 production by KER may God bless and keep you
1: Day I arise through heavenly hands, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within. This day I will.